0: Okay, and now we're starting out and this is week 10 and we're gonna be starting out here and and today we're gonna be going through a number of things. What we wanna do is we're gonna begin, I wanna talk about the project, the expanded personal database that you'll be turning in next week. I also wanna talk about the project we're gonna move into after that with uh, John Henning. We're also going to be talking about, we're gonna be looking at how to do uh, a, a pivot table Pivot tables are ways in which you can take huge amounts of data and you can just turn them into a little summary of table, which I think you'll find real exciting. And then we'll be going through the, the work in uh, Bernhardt's uh, chapter four. Remember we did some review of that last time. We're gonna take a look at, at how to look at this um, uh, more graphically and see what kind of information we can get out of that. Any questions before we begin? None, okay. Well, let's begin. I'm, I'm going to open up our website. I'll use old Firefox there, going out into WebCT. It's running extremely quick this evening, or quickly, actually. That's what they call me, quickly. Um, that is funny. Just in case you were wondering, that is funny. <laughs> okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go over here and under assignments, I wanna point out a couple things. I've posted the, the actual description about the expanded personal database. There aren't any great surprises on this one. Um, basically, what I'm gonna ask you to do is I want you to redefine your problem because remember what happened was that you, you had your first database and, and when you did the personal database, you um, define the problem. And at that point, you know, some of you defined it so that you were including ideas coming from the the relational database, but some of you just defined it as a a flat database. And so what I want you to do is I want you to take a look at it and redefine it from a relational database standpoint. Okay. And it says at that time you define, okay. And now I want you to reconceptualize it on a broader scale. And I want you to tell us what all, all the questions, what are all the questions you need to answer and what are the data that need to be collected, managed, used to answer these questions. So obviously this is something that needs to be um, submitted. Um, what you need to be addressed. Now there words, this talks about what are the things, what kind of problems, what kinds of, of reports you're gonna use. Tables, you're gonna have at least three tables. One of the tables must have at least 25 records and the other three tables can have fewer records just because that's all you need. You know, in other words, I'm not gonna make you stretch it out because you don't need that many. Uh, Much like, well, like with with Sandra, when she was was talking about what she wanted to do and we were talking about places where you purchase Christmas gifts. She may only have three places where she purchases Christmas gifts, but that's sufficient to work um, for that, that table. Uh, When we get into fields, pretty much the same thing, Um, uh, you're going to have at least ten fields and what's important is that this says, you must describe the connection between your tables. To tie the information from one table to another, a field must be common to each table. This connection description must include a description of how your tables are related. So, in other words, you're going to talk about the different fields, why you use the different fields and then also about, um, how you've related the tables, okay? Is that clear? Good. Queries, we're gonna talk about at least three queries because remember you're gonna have a whole lot of stuff now and you did one query last time and this time we gotta make sure that they work and and uh, we're, we're looking for queries and basically it's, it's an expansion upon what you did last time. Uh, forms, I'm going to be looking at the forms the same way as I did last time. I want you to have at least three, these are the entry forms and what you'll have on your forms Remember, you don't want one form for each table, but what you'll do is on your entry forms, you should have forms that have multiple fields coming from different tables. Okay, so in other words, the forms that are on the field would actually fill out or bring in information from multiple tables. And then on the reports, um, we're talking about pretty much the same thing that you're gonna print them out and you need to include an explanation that includes uh, uh, of what questions the reports are designed to answer, how the separation for the subtotals was used, uh, what the totals signify, etc. And so I will have a, I'll be doing the, the rubric in the next couple of days. Any questions about that? Yes, sir.
1: That table 25 records is that the one that we had from before? Right. Or do we have to create a holding?
0: No. Room? Okay. What I, uh, the question was was that table from, of 25 records the one you had before? Uh, what I'm expe- expecting you to do is expand upon what you already did. And you already have one of 25 records. Uh, and if it turns out you need more, you've got 370 or something like that. Um, you don't need that many, okay. But uh, if, if it turns out that, that you need to add more, please add more. But the idea is that we're expanding upon this. Okay? No questions on that?
1: Okay. No, three
0: tables. It says right here under tables.
1: So the whole table is full.
0: No, Different no, what, I, what I'm saying is that you need to have th- at least three tables and one table may be students, another table may be professors, another table may be classes. And maybe, you know, maybe you've got three, you know, 30 students that you're talking about. Actually though, you weren't using students, were you? No, no you were using professors, you were using courses and you were using... The labs, okay, and well, on, on the labs, you got two labs, right? Yes. Okay, and each lab has, you know, you 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 would, you may have a, ta- a table that only has two two records in it. You've got Lab A and Lab B, and on that lab, you have information such as how many um, how many machines are in there and and what operating system or whatever they have in there. Okay, so that would be a table in itself. Is that clear? Okay, good. And if you have any questions, please contact me about that. I try to make this as clear as possible. But sometimes, I know this is hard to believe, sometimes I am not successful. But in this case, I hope we are. Okay, and then I wanna talk a little bit about our schedule here. And can everybody see what's up on the screen now? Okay, you notice we're right here, 1027 and you've completed chapter G and, oh, by the way, uh, and next week, you're gonna be coming in, you're gonna be demonstrating your, um, your different personal databases. I'd like to invite Dr. John Henning in uh, and I'd like to invite him in so he can see your demonstration. Is that okay with you? That okay? It's not okay? I mean, I, I, I'll invite him later if that's not okay. I think you guys should be proud of the things you do. Is it that, is that okay with you, Kelly? Okay, okay, good.
1: He'll
0: give, he'll, give us, he'll give us information. He'll give us feedback. And most importantly, he's going to give us a project. One of the reasons I want to invite him in, if you'll notice, the next thing that we're going to be doing is called a developed database. And the next thing that we're going, um, what I'm going to do, and I have to tell you, I put it down as being due on 11-17. Um, we may extend it if we have to. Uh, Please note that on the 24th is Thanksgiving, that's Turkey Day, where you get to go out and spend time with your friends and and all that sort of, and your family and all that. So we won't be having class that week. Um, But what we're gonna do is he's gonna come in on the third. And like I said, he's coming in on the third. It's a matter of when. If you had said you didn't want him in when when you were demonstrating, I would have invited him in at 6.30 rather than six o'clock. But he'll be coming in and what he'll do is he he has a project that he wants us to do. And what we need to do is go through the process of identifying what his needs are, identifying what kind of reports and output and things like that he needs to provide, or he wants us to help him provide. And then we have to come up with a way in which we would deal with his data. Now this data may be dealt with you know, hopefully in a database. And it may take a relational database. It may not take a relational database. Um, you may be able to deal with some of it through a spreadsheet. We haven't done a lot with spreadsheets, but one of the things I'm showing you is the pivot tables, so you can see how to play with that information. Um, but this is a real life situation. And so we'll be working as a group. And what he wants to do is, uh, I, I had talked to him months ago, and what he has, he's got a class in his class, they, t- they talk about data-driven decision-making, but it's not quite as sophisticated as ours gets, you know, and, and what they, he wants is he, he has data actually from a, a nearby school that he'd like to be able to crunch. And he'd like to have some, you know, have a unit that would do it the way he wants to do it. So what we'll do is we'll sit down and, and see what he wants and see how that's gonna go. Any questions about that? What I would uh, appreciate if you click on the readings button right here and you go down to the very bottom, you'll see that I've uploaded a, um, an article that Dr. Henning wrote and it's a 12 page article. And what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to be familiar with that before next time we meet so that we can sit down and, and he'll, we'll, we'll have a common background. Okay? So that's what that's going to be. And then finally, you know what I just realized? Is I just realized that I didn't load those files onto this computer. So I think we're gonna have to do that. Okay. Oh, I love the Dell computer. It makes USB work so easy. Okay. And this will open up.
1: Is this type of project
0: something that we can keep the data from in portfolio? Um, question is whether we're going to be able to keep the data that, that we're going to use. Uh, the data will be provided to us anonymously. Okay. Of course, the papers that he showed me had names and everything on it, and I said we can't deal with that. But he'll provide that to us anonymously, and so I would imagine that you'll be able to keep it. Um, one of the important things is that we need to make sure that all that is, and, and your question is is a very good one because those are the kinds of questions you have to ask before you start working with data. Okay, we'll put this up here. Okay, so here's what I'd like to do is I wanna start out and I wanna deal with a, um, a pivot table. And if you'll open up the one that's EX, L1, you'll see this pivot table, mm-hmm. or actually, you won't see a pivot table. What you'll see is you'll see data. And actually, what I'd like you to do is, is I'm just going to go through the the first lesson with you, just so we can talk about pivot tables. If you'll take a look, please, at um, L3. That's the third page in what I've just given you. And take a look at the figure at the top. By the way, those of you out in TV land, I'll be mailing this out to you. Um, But you'll notice that at the top, there's a, a listing of a great deal of data. In fact, there's 74 records of data on there, or 72 records of data. And what these are, these are the sales of a company that was selling CDs and books and videos and things like that. And the problem is, and, and it's, it's set up by what the product is. It's set up by the item, uh, the city in which they, they sold it or actually where the, where the, the, um, the company or the, the business is, uh, what quarter, and then also the amount of sales during that quarter. And I don't know about you, if we scroll all the way down here, you notice there's just a ton of data and how to analyze this is a bit difficult And you'll remember that earlier this semester, I I came in with 11,000 records of data and that's a lot of stuff. And what we'll do is we'll play with that a little bit later. So the question is, how do we make it so it's something that's usable? Well, if you look at the bottom and it talks about an example of a pivot table report, and please take a look, what it does is, and, and how it does it is something we'll see in a bit. But what it does, is it actually takes all of the data that we have there and puts it in a format where it sorts it by, by the city, it sorts it by the quarter, and then it has all the data there by, and you'll notice in the columns, it's sorting it by the product. And then at the end, it's summing the whole thing. And even if, I mean, if you have all that data, and if it took 10 minutes to be able to put, th- put it into this format, that'd be pretty good. Well, you'll find that it's a little faster than 10 minutes. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna go through um, lesson L4 and you can do it at the same time, but I just wanna go through the process here. And what we're gonna do is it says, start by opening the Excel. And what I want you to do, why don't you open up the file? So you have it on your computer and you go through the process at the same time. And what you're gonna do is start out and step number two says select cell A1 if necessary. So we're right up here in cell A1. And then it says click data on the menu bar. We go up here to data. And then it says to go down to pivot table and pivot chart report. And what this is is a wizard for creating a pivot table. And so what we're gonna do is we wanna make sure that up here at the top, it says Microsoft Office, Excel list, or database, and that we're gonna create a pivot table. Now we click Next. Now at this point, it says, make sure new worksheet is selected. I must admit, I couldn't find anything that said new worksheet on this. It could be that they were transposing this from um, Office 2000 to 2003, and um, so then they, they, they caught that, but I don't know where new worksheet is. Anyway, are, do you have things open, Yummy. Are you, are you up to where we are?
1: Hmm?
0: It's covered. All you need to do is, is open up that file, go to that XL, XLS file that's on the desktop and just double click on it. It will open up Excel, okay? So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go here and we've gone through and we're gonna click on um, next. Actually, no, let's go back. We're gonna click on finish. And look what it just did is it just created this. Go, go ahead, keep, keep going. I'm, I'm, I'm slowing down just a little bit so you can catch up with us, Yummy. So what's, what, what we have here is it just created a new sheet. You'll notice down here at the bottom, it says sheet one and it says sales. Okay, here's all the sales data. And now what it did is it set up this system so that we can go in and we can create a, um, a pivot table. Now, there's a couple easy ways to do it. We're gonna go through the way they do it here and then I'll, I'll show you some other ways you can do it. So it says we've done that. It says click on the product ID field, which we have clicked and in the pivot table field list. Click the list arrow at the bottom of the, now this is the list arrow right there. And it says choose column area, that's here. And it says then the add to button. And you notice what it did is it took the product IDs. Now there's only five products. And it put those across in columns. And then it says, um, then click over here. Did you get that open? The
1: first one I opened is it didn't show that. Is it up?
0: Okay. And you go to data and you went down to pivot table. Okay. It's moving along. That's okay. No, no, no. What? You what? You got a kink in your back. Oh, my gosh. That's not good. It's sitting at a computer too long. That's, that's what does it, a kink in your back. Ooh, that's nice. That's nice. Right. Well, it says, I'm, I'm, I'm using number six. I'm on, I'm on step six of page L4. And instead of them putting, breaking this down into little steps, we actually have to dig through it. It says, click the city field. We're going to click city now in the pivot table list and click the list arrow at the bottom of the window. And then it says, choose row area. So we're gonna choose row area and watch what happens. Now we click on add to and it puts it in the row area. first? First of all, we did product ID and we did column area and then we did city and we did row area. So what they're doing is we're saying, okay, I want you to separate it by product here. I want you to separate it by city going coming down like this. And then finally, it says, um, let's see, to click the quarter in the f- field list, verify, uh, and then go down to the row area and click add to. And notice what it did is it made it so you have the cities, and then in the quarters are subsets of the cities. Everybody's looked pretty much like this? So what we've done is we've set up the little boxes. We've set up all the cubicles and the and the pigeonholes and stuff where we want this data to go. So what do you think we're gonna put in here? Sales, I'm gonna show you another way to do it. Watch this. Instead of my clicking, at, what would you think? We click on sales, we go down here, we go down to data area. We can just take sales and we can just drag it right in the middle. Look at that, is that incredible or what? It does all the classification. It went through and it took all the data from all the records and it aggregated all the data. Notice we use the term aggregate. It aggregated all the data of all the records. Okay, you got that. Let's take city here. Let's take city. No, actually just take city and drag it over here. Good. Now take quarter and drag it over there. Same place. Right here. Yeah, no, up, just right there, just no, up there in the column. There you go, let go. Oops, wrong way. Let's undo that, okay. Just take, take actually take quarter and go down to add to. You're in row area, which is what you want to be. Good, yeah, now hit add to, good. Now take the sales and drag it into the center. Let go, there you go. Okay, look at that data.
1: How did it know to add all those? Is it already preset? obviously?
0: Well, that's what a pivot table is all about. The way that it, now, as far, you mean like down at the end and adding it? Yeah. Yes. Now this, let, let's take a look at the anatomy of this. And that is that right here, it says in this cell, the product 1000 in the first quarter in Boston sold $2,500 worth. And then what it assumes is that what you wanna do is you, for that product, the, over the whole period of time, you wanna find out how much they sold. Well, in each each of the cities, this is how much they sold. Those are your subtotals. And down here, it turns out they sold 37,000, over $37,000 worth of, of this product. Does the same thing going across. Now, one of the things that you're gonna have an opportunity is, is that sometimes you might want to average it instead of totaling it. In fact, one of the things when I was I was playing around with like the data uh, from the all the students at 11,000 you know, people with the data there. I, I kept looking at it saying, but it's going through and it's taking all the students scores and adding them up. I don't wanna do that. Well, you're gonna find out how to average it as you go through this little, little, little packet. And so are there any questions about this? What I'm gonna do is cause in fact, the next one it says changing the summary function of a pivot table report. And that's the summary function that we're talking about right over here. I'm going to let you guys go through this on your own, and if you get done early, I want you to fiddle around and see what else you can figure out, um, just so that you get the opportunity of working on your own on this. Okay? Good. I'm going to put this on pause for a moment so that we don't you don't hear a whole lot of dead space. Okay. So now now we're back. We, we've we've had the opportunity uh, you guys all had a good good time playing around with the uh, the pivot table reports and they do some pretty amazing things don't they what I'd like you to do now is I'd like you to open up the big ITBS and ITED data file that is uh, that I sent you or that you now have on your computer and what you'll find is that if you click on the master now I am the master. You've heard that one. Um, that actually goes down to 11,307 um, records. And that's a oh, that's a lot of records. But you notice we have yellow intermediate and valentine elementary and red intermediate and carrot high, purple intermediate, all the way up. Alpha elementary is the one that I'm interested in this playing with, at least to begin with, because what we want to do is see... Um, how to to just take a look at, at the data coming out of a single school. Now, does everyone have this up? Okay. Now, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna click on Alpha Elementary. Did you get that up? And Alpha Elementary only has, let's see. Alpha Elementary doesn't have the thousands what it has is it has 200 and something, 290 students. Now, let's take a look at this. I want you to take a look at this and what I wanna do is I wanna see in Alpha Elementary by grade, if there's a difference in gender and how well they do on um, on one of these tests. Now let's, let's, and actually what we'll do is if you look over at the IGE reading vocabulary, what you'll see is you will see a um, uh, grade levels. You know, the grade level, like the reading the, the, these are the reading scores. It isn't the, the test score, but it's the reading level. So what I want you to do is think about what would the graph look like? Or what would the table look like? If we wanted to look at grade level and gender and how that affects their ability or their, their score on the IgE reading vocabulary test. What you might want to do is pull out a little piece of paper and draw draw a little table as to what you think it is. You don't don't do anything. I don't want you to do anything yet. I just want you to sit down and figure out what that's going to look like. And when you have an idea, please motion that you have an idea, and we can talk about that.
1: Grade level, gender.
0: We're talking about grade level, gender, and we want to find out about average reading score for each grade. So what would that look like? Average reading score, right? For each grade by gender? Using
1: pivot tables.
0: Using pivot tables. Uh, That's the whole key of it, you know. Number one, that's a nice sequence based upon the things we just did. But number two, it's an incredible tool.
1: Is that data correct for that first one? Is that a second grader, obviously?
0: The second grader is reading at a 3.4 level? Yeah,
1: that field number or record number two. Because that's the only second grader that we've tested.
0: Right. Okay. Okay and it's male. For those of you who are not here, we have a little dead time right now because people are coming up with some great ideas as to how they want this table to look. Any ideas? What do you think, Rob?
1: Uh, if you put grade going down...
0: And okay, so you want grade going down the left column.
1: The left column, and if we had those split into two, two records, one being male and one being female. Okay. And then had three sets of those, or four sets of those, second, third, fourth, and
0: fifth grade. Okay. So you're going to have you're gonna have a setup so you've got the... The heading, which is gender, or the heading, which is grade level, and then underneath each, you're going to have subheadings, or sub, uh, which are going to be the genders. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, what are you going to have going across on columns? The reading scores. The reading scores. Okay.
1: But, be one. but
0: you're only going to end up with a single column there, right? So what you need is you need to have a variable that's going to be in the columns. You need to have a variable that's going to be in the rows. So you might put grade coming down here and gender going across here. And then the data would be in here. Okay. Well, let's see how we do that. We'll go up to data. We'll go to pivot table. We go to next. We're going to go to next. Aha, there's a new worksheet. We did one extra next there. Okay. We're gonna tell it to do a new worksheet. And here we go. What we wanna do is down the left-hand side, we wanna take grade. We're gonna drag grade there. Across the top, we're gonna put gender. And in the center, it was the IGE reading vocabulary. Now, what did it do? We ended up with a 39 for number three. Okay, so it went through and it counted these, right? But what we want is we we actually want... Okay, so what this did is it went through and it it counted them. We wanted it to average the grade levels or the, the vocabulary. Any idea how you might do that? The little blue eye. The
1: second icon to the right.
0: Oh, there we go. Field settings. There we go. Now, this has to do with count. What we want to do is average, right? So, this is the average of the IGE reading scores. Pretty big numbers. What do we want to do now? Let's go over and click on here. We're clicking on the I again, because that's the pivot table fields. We'll go to numbers. And we actually just want to have a number that has a single decimal place, right? And we click OK, and we click OK, And look at that. It turns out that in the second grade, they have a male who is reading at the 3.4 level. And then at the third grade, we have, let's see, the females are averaging out at 3.0 and the males are averaging out at 2.7. The fourth grade, the females are averaging out at 4.4 and the males are averaging out at 4.1. And at the fifth grade, the females are averaging out at 5.8 and the males are averaging out at 5.7. So this pretty much shows that the females are, are, are better than the guys when it comes to reading in these different levels. Okay, you'll go with that? Well, we end up we end up with ones. Uh, I would assume that, that that's a good question. Question is: Are there any of them where their gender is blank? Let's, let's go take a look. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go down with gender. Whoa.
1: <laughs>
0: now, what's what's a way in which we could find this out quickly?
1: Uh, do a search
0: for a blank. We could search, or you could sort. Yeah. We go oh. through and we could sort. And we can sort by gender in ascending. And there is F, M, and I'm way too fast at doing this. Actually, we can make it descending. We'll go up here, we'll sort. We'll sort by descending so it puts the blanks at the top. And it looks like there isn't a, a, a what? Row 42. That goes to male. Row 42. I got them all. It was
1: prior to your sorting with row
0: 42. There it is right there. It's a third grader, row 42. Let's see. Well, let's first of all check to see what kind of grade. Third grader got a two point. Well, that's probably female then. <laughs> so the filter
1: will do okay.
0: okay. Yeah, okay. So the filter, we can go like this. We can do a filter. We can auto filter. And here we can actually go down here to gender. And we can tell it to sort the whole thing. We can tell it to filter. We can do a custom where gender equals nothing. And actually, I don't have that anymore because I got rid of it. But do you see how that filter works, that auto filter? That's kind of cool. We'll go back here to gender. We're gonna show all. If you go up here to data, and they're actually in, in the intermediate book that I was showing you here. In the intermediate book, it goes into these auto filters. Here's a filter. You select auto filter or you unselect it, filter. Auto-filter. And then down here is where you can actually just filter by these at at will. We want to set up and first of all, we want to tell it to look at third graders and then we want to tell it to look at males. Notice what it did is it just, it brought out only the third grade males. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? Okay. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to partner with somebody next to you or if um, actually let's make it so Yaomi, you go over and work with Rob, or no actually Yaomi, you work with Callie and you two guys work together since uh, that kind of breaks it up a little bit. And I want you to use the, um, the pivot tables and I want you to do some uh, data analysis here. Try to see what kind of trends you can find, okay? And so why don't you two switch, switch uh, chairs seats and that'll take care of it right okay and I'm going to put this on pause again just so we don't have a lot of dead air okay so we've had the opportunity uh, you've had the opportunity to play around with with these pivot tables and here's something real interesting and I must admit I haven't played with this too much but uh, I was listening to uh, a podcast and there was the, um, the technology coordinator in Minnesota uh, or up in Minneapolis. What? Congratulations. I'm glad to hear that. And so the, the uh, technology coordinator up in Minneapolis was talking about some um, uh, pivot table systems that they were putting together so the, stu- the teachers could analyze. And take. And I asked them to send me one. So here you have in front of you, or actually in front of me, and I'll, I'll be sending this out to you, but you actually have pivot tables that are being used in the, uh, and they're just testing it out but they're actually being used in the um, uh, the schools up in Minnesota. And you notice what they do is you have the, te- the student puts, or the teacher puts the student's name in here. Teacher puts their name here. And here they put the race and ethnicity because what they want to find out is if what the correlation is between how well students do on these tests. They've got an addition test, subtraction test, multiplication test, and division test. And what they want to do is over a period of time They want to be able to see how well the students do on these. Here's the data, and then this is where you can come in and they they teach them how to use these pivot tables. This is for addition, subtraction, and they can set this up. They can can break it down by ethnicity. They can take a look at minority. Look at that, see how, how that works? and what they're looking at is how well are they doing on these tests much like the science tests you were talking about Rob where you're talking about how they were they were correlating the science tests so that in the different classes there were specific tests they had to, they had to pass and that's pretty much what they're talking about here is how much are they improving and how you know here they, they started out getting 60% and the interesting thing is that both the caucasians and the minorities in fact the caucasians started out lower than the minorities at this first one. Now, I think they may run into a problem throwing all lumping all the minorities into one bag, <laughs> but um, this is something that they created. Uh, they also have some directions here on how these templates work. And he said that I could share them with you. I'll, I'll make them available to you if you'd like to have them. You guys could play around with them. Would you be interested? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, th- th- And this talks about how to make the, the templates work. And um, actually, when we bring that up to full size, there we go. These are the directions. Um, real important thing he told me is that, make sure that you know th- this is not to be sold or anything like that. This is just for you to play around with and see how they're doing it in a real school district, okay? And they talk about here, they're talking about the data entry. This is how you enter your data. This is how the teacher does the analysis, and this is where you take a look at the team analysis because what they're doing is looking at how each of the teachers does it. Or actually, this this is talking about uh, Caucasian versus minority, but what they're looking at is multiple ways to measure data. So I think that that was was pretty cool when uh, we had that. Okay, we'll say and we'll close this out.
1: Right. We have to take one specific area and so you, track it for
0: three years. So Rob, you, you have to take a specific area and track it for three yeah, years? so
1: mine is science literacy, so I have every two weeks they take a science
0: literacy. Every two weeks you're so taking a science literacy literacy test as students well, are?
1: test, is more of just an activity. An assessment of some sort. So yeah, they read an article and they answer questions over it and I agree with
0: hmm And then I have to take this data and collect
1: it all and show results. Oh my gosh. So the take that, the that, the-
0: that, that, yeah, you could, you could use this quite well. Mm-hmm. And the real important thing would be that you'd want to, sh- you know, if you make a modification of it, I'll give you the, the email of the gentleman who did this, and then we can um, share that. Yeah, okay. Cool. Um, actually, something that I just dawned don- 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 on me, and that is that I wanted to talk to you all about a field trip. And I wanted to talk to you about when the best time to do this is. And if we go to our using databases and I'm gonna go over here and click on schedule. Here's our schedule. Our schedule, as we open it up here. Um, What we have here is, oh geez. This This is tonight, the 27th. Next week is when we'll be submitting these and we'll be talking about the project. Chapter H, I mean, uh, on the 10th, we'll probably be working in class on the project. On this day, on on the 17th, is when we would develop uh, or we'd be presenting this. And then on the 1st and the 8th are two days that I don't really have anything specific as far as, um, geez, that's really too bad. I don't have anything for you to turn in then. You know, that's really a bummer. That means, okay, well, maybe we'll just have to find something for you to do. Um, we've been invited to go down, and I think I told you about this, we've been invited to go down to Cedar Rapids and see how they do their database stuff down there. And uh, the, the gentleman who's in charge of the, the program down there, yeah, and it's actually the, what's the name of it? College District, Prairie, Prairie District? College Community School District, right. And it is all database down there, and as I said, the gentleman who, who runs it told me that he would uh, he gladly give us an evening course on it if you guys want to do something like that. Now, we've been kind of talking. Anybody taking classes on Monday? You take a class on Monday. How about Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Well, we. Well, I, I pardon.
1: I have a
0: time on Wednesday. You have time on Wednesday? Yes. Okay. Problem is that Ed Media doesn't. He's got to work and I've got to work too. Um, And if we do it in the afternoon, then that means he can't take part in it. Rob can't. So I think we're probably aiming at a night. So the only night that seems to be open would be a Thursday night because I happen to know the teacher that you guys have for Thursday nights. And I'm on good good relationship with this person. I mean, so-so. And so what we can do is we can make whatever modifications we need. Now, here's a thought. And the thought would be maybe we should take this database, this developed database, and delay it until the 1st as far as a due date. This thing that we're doing for Dr. Hess or Henning. What's
1: the nature of that? Is that going to be a group project?
0: It's going to be a group project. And if we delay that until the 1st, then... We could perhaps go down there on the 17th. For is that a bad time for you? Yeah. Why? No wife's California. Boy, oh boy.
1: Sorry. I can make arrangements.
0: Though. What, to get her to the. No,
1: no. What I'm saying is that after class, she's going to leave at the airport. What time do we expect to be back?
0: I don't know. I mean, I I figure as long as you go to Cedar Rapids, you at least have to go to an Indian restaurant for dinner, too. I agree. I totally agree. I mean, that's that's important because we don't get much Indian food up here. (laughs) 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 So, this is is just a visit. This is a field trip so we can see what's happening down at at a real school. And what we could do is we could put everybody in a single car or two cars, and go down there. Does that sound like a good idea? Okay.
1: (laughs) Would it be possible to to just go on on the 1st, December 1st?
0: Well, December 1st, which would mean that we would come in and we'd have every... I I really think that the the developed database is probably going to take more than two weeks. Now, we 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 could go on the 1st and make the developed database due on the 8th. Does that sound okay to you guys?
1: And, and not, not making a decision on my wife's schedule, but it would, it would make more sense to, 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 to introduce it and then have two weeks to work on it.
0: Oh, yeah, well, I, I am introducing it. We're going to be well, introducing actually, it here. Yeah. And you'll have two weeks to work on it. Now, this would give you four weeks. And, you know, if you guys get it done early, then that, that'll that be good too. Write um, them to Well, this is G right here. That's due tonight. <laughs> and I know you didn't get yours done. You're trying to figure out some way to get an extension on it. That's not going to happen. <laughs> okay, here's what we'll do. For right now, what we'll do is the developed database will either be due on the 17th or the 8th. And we will go, well, I'll ask them about going down on the 1st. Is that okay with everyone?
1: Just go ahead and plan on the 17th. I'll, I'll, I'll work
0: this out. Well, I mean, the 1st fir- the can work. What is that? I have no idea. (laughs) For those of you who can't see this, I just scrolled over something on the page and and that was all white and now it's coming up black and it's saying space. The final frontier. (laughs) Hey, now look at that. Now it's saying pace. That's really weird. Oh, look at that. Now it's saying ace. (laughs) It's got all these words built in. That's really neat. Okay. So that's what we what we'll do is I will talk to him and I'll I'll ask him we'll say the seventeenth or the or, or the I'm sorry. The seventeenth or the first. The first, I, I think the first would be okay with me. And you, you guys? What do you think? Well let's let's aim at the first, okay? And if you can't do the first, we'll we'll see about the seventeenth. And the
1: fifteenth looks
0: Yeah. Now as far as the final pride the final assignment, um, I've got a final exam down here. Um like I said, I was open for another type of final project or something like that, but I really don't know what else we could do. Uh, if you guys have any ideas for assessment, for a final assessment, um, you can think about it or because basically what we're doing is I think as far as creating a database, we're, we've created, you know we've, we're, we've created the flat one. We've created the or we'll be creating the um, relational. And then you'll be doing a real live one. So the question is, what are we gonna use for final assessment? And right now I've got final exam down. And the way that I would do the final exam is similar to the way in which we uh, we did the midterm where I'd give you study questions and those sorts of things ahead of time. And then you'd be able to work on it. What
1: about a, pre- what about a presentation of that project?
0: Well, it really doesn't, That's okay, and and this is brainstorming, and we'll talk more about it next week, or actually, what? If uh, I'll I'll open up a discussion uh, room on that, and you guys can come up with ideas. Make another database? Yeah, that'd be kind of that would be redundant, wouldn't it? Well, I, I could make it a take-home. I could do a take-home final and that would mean that you'd have, it would probably take you longer than three hours, my guess, where I'd make it something you you'd write about. We could do that as well. But think about it, okay? Um, I'm thinking about it as well. And like I said, I hadn't quite finalized what I wanted to do on that. And so I was hoping something, you know, a big idea would come up. Um, Another thing I was thinking about would be to take, to take data from a school and have you analyze it. That would be something that would make a lot of sense to me, but I haven't been able to figure out the logistics of that. Whereas I'd, be, I'd give you a database, then you would go through and I'd, I'd ask you questions that you'd have to analyze using the tools and things like that that you have for analysis, which might include pivot tables, might include whatever. I think that, I, that, that's something I've really wanted to do, but I just have to find the data. <laughs> and we might be able to use, use the data that we've been playing with. So that's something that we work on.
1: If you want to develop the database on 12th 1st, I think uh, it will be difficult for us to do uh, this,
0: well, what I'm saying is that what that would be is you'd come in and I'd give you, I would give you data and I'd have you analyze it. So we'll work on that a little bit, okay? Could we analyze
1: the data that we developed that project?
0: I don't know that it's going we're gonna have data for it by then.
1: You know what I'm saying, with doctors, right? gives us data make the database,
0: right? It could be. i um, uh,
1: familiar with it, enough that you'd be assessing really whether or not we had to be tools, I mean, we
0: wouldn't be okay. not knowing. So analyzing the data from the, the developed database that Henning is going to provide for us. Okay, no, that's that's another good idea. So what we'll do is we'll look at, because what I really want to do is, is you know, for a final project or, or, or final exam, I want to be able to assess that you've learned what I'm hoping, you know, what you were supposed to have learned in this class. And you know. Huh? Which is why? Hey, you've got a whole syllabus here that talks about that sort of <laughs> stuff. I've got all the objectives and everything laid out. That's all there. Um, but it has to do with, you know, how do you, how to create a database, how to use a database, analyzing data, using using those sort you know, doing it longitudinally. I mean, you guys could probably write up the test but as well as I could based upon the things that we've been learning. Okay. So um, that's you know, that's a few weeks ahead. So I I'll I'll talk to him about the first and see what we can do about that. And then one last thing. Let's see. It's 819. Um, one of the things that we were going to get into is I'd like you to there's one more file that's sitting out here, and that's the high demographics. And unfortunately it's not working for me. Hang on a second.
1: It just it. Hmm? Yeah, but mine. But it, oh, really? Yeah, but, yeah, the,
0: the, yeah, but it, the problem is when it comes up, it doesn't have what you want on it. If you have... Uh, no, actually... Yeah, actually. Let's see. High demographics. That's not it. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, if you have the CD that came with the book, that's where... You, I've got it saved on my flash drive. Huh? That's it. Here, I could, could I borrow that for a second? Yeah. Oh, that's mine. Oh, that, I'm sorry. That's the Excel one. Yeah. That's well, the Excel one. Here,
1: i got it on my No,
0: back. actually what we want is we want the one that came out of this book.
1: It's called this. Oh, I have a CD. After you have the folder. CD that came with this book? Yeah. Great. It's called Tide Demo Graphics. Right. Yeah, right. I've it on my flash drive right
0: here. Oh, good. Okay. Yep, well, actually, I, I was able to open it up and play with it. Oh,
1: here, here. Yep, oh. <laughs> yep, yep, nope, nope, yep,
0: nope, nope yep. Okay, we're going to open this one up, hopefully, when it comes up. And it's looking around, and here's high. Oh, now I know why they call it high demographics. It's because it's high school, and there would be middle and low, wouldn't there? I don't want an auto start. Let's see, download all files. Actually, I don't wanna do that. Actually, all I wanna do is I wanna quit. I want to open this up. It's not helping me much. Okay, we'll try that. There we go, we'll explore it. Things are so complicated on these Macintoshes, I tell you. Okay, um, business, conclusions, gaps, that's terrible when things don't do what you want them to do. Section four, that's not working, well I guess we'll just have to do what it, we'll double click here and that's see what horrible. happens, it really is. Okay, we double-clicked It opened this up. Things are coming out. Huh? They really want you to go through. They really do, they do. Okay, this will extract the fills to a target directory. And let's tell you what, we'll put it on the desktop. We'll put it right here. Hope that's not going to put it all over. (laughs) Oh, what the heck, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, it's going to be extracting them. I have them all on my Mac. Mm
1: Okay.
0: Absolutely. Okay, and so here's the all Hi-Fi files. There we go, and who. And now what we want to do is open up... High demographics. Here we go. This is what it's supposed to look like. It's very cool. We'll put this one down here. We'll open this up. We'll take that, and we will eject it.
1: Did I have it? It just doesn't doesn't have the uh, fancy background.
0: Well, here you go. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, what we're gonna do is, uh, I wanna open this up and and share it with you because one of the things we wanna do is take a look at, remember last week we were looking at all this data? And the question is, how do you digest all this data? And take a look at, at, now here what they have, it'd be nice if you could click on these and then they'd take you over to where you wanna go, but they don't. But here it talks about down here at the bottom, it talks about how to use these, how to use the graphing templates. And then here they talk about like demographics. Now, if you open up your book to chapter four, and that's the one where I asked, who are we? Okay. This is actually set up to provide, um, this talks about my school district and let's see. Okay, so here they're talking about the school district and on page 42, You'll see one that's set up similar to, um, you'll notice right here, they have the Hispanic versus Latino. And this has actually been set up so that they, if you're a, a school district and you're taking a workshop from this, um, from Dr. Bernhardt or, or anybody who's using this, that they could actually sit down and you could take your own stats. In fact, you talk about your stats for your school. In fact, I, I kind of hoped you were gonna be able to bring them down. I understand they don't wanna share them or didn't have time to. No, I
1: mean, I have some. You
0: said you had, Scores, uh, test scores, right?
1: No, it's from a survey actually.
0: Oh, really? So it's perception? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, what kind of information is it?
1: It's a uh, building tomorrow survey and also the IOE survey. And what?
0: Compares
1: um, our district to the AEA average. Compares uh-huh. um, our results from 2002 to 2005.
0: And what'd you find out?
1: Um, do a lot
0: of cool things. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh,
1: the kids like it. They, they like uh, lots of different things. I mean, some of the questions are: Do you think students in your school treat each other well? Uh huh. So we're above average on all of them. Do you think adults? Do you think adults in the school are helpful? To treat students with respect, kind of stuff. Mm hmm. So, and I think of all the different areas, we only did a negative in one, two, three areas out of about five.
0: So, what does your school district do with that? So you found that you you. What
1: do we do with that? Wait. What do you do with that? They share it with us.
0: They share, share it with you. On
1: the back, where we get kind of chewed out. <laughs> do, do, we don't do anything with the
0: So you're you're a level one school district. Uh, yeah,
1: we're taking data to we're data. Okay. And uh, I don't know. I think we should take it and um, find the areas that we're well in and try to put programs in to help us. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay. I mean, I think a little bit of a
0: so, because of that data, they're adding a, a life skills class. No, that's
1: not. the, I mean, it's not the core but I think
0: that maybe kind of it was something that supported it. Okay, good. Um, well, the, the whole idea here is that when you guys took a look, remember when you took a look? Uh, this this is set up. Let me go through this real quick. This talks about the different kinds of demographics and things like that. And what you can do is when we talk about um, the percentage of students, the current district enrollment by percent ethnicity, this shows up here. I mean, if all of a sudden we had, let's see, that we added uh, 11% to the number of, of whites. And we subtracted 11% from the number of Asians. Let's see, that's going to be 8. No, that's going to be 6. There we go. Aha, 600%. That's always a good one, okay. <laughs> Point zero 0.06. There we go then what that does is, is it gets reflected over here in this. Down here we, we talk about another way in which is it's shown in a bar chart and do you have anything about the ethnicity or anything like that with your students? Uh huh. Okay and then down here um, they talk about the percentage of school district students qualified for free and reduced lunch And so the key here is that this is one huge database that you would use to analyze demographics. And the idea is to go through and and once you have this data, then you could um, look this one here is a uh, student enrollment by grade level. This is the number of of students that are enrolled. This is very similar to the uh, chart that's on page 64. And once again, that can be printed out and and used with graphs. And here we talk about information dealing on a um, just school basis. We talk about the number of immigrant students, number of student suspensions, the in-home referrals by grade level. Notice they're analyzing two measures here. Number of student expulsions by grade level, the special education students by grade level, ethnicity and gender number of gate students by grade level so we have this whole variety of things here now and then finally we have um, my high school uh, teachers here's what I'd like to do and that is that like I said this is often done there we go this is often done with schools where, where they're trying to teach teachers about how to use statistics. What I'd like you to do is if you turn to the back of the, uh, the chapter, the idea is that people go through and they analyze this. And here's something that um, Dr. Bernhardt did, and that was that she looked over the data and then actually came up with her own... Responses, you know, what what, what did she find? And they went through and they took a look at the strengths and the challenges. Um, what are the implications? And actually, I'll tell you what, why don't we do that? Well, actually, I want you to turn to page one nineteen. I want to finish by by reviewing some of the data that you see. Remember, you, you you read this chapter this week, and I want you to go through and I want you to review the data that you saw about the different. Um, Uh, about the school when you read it this time did you find any come up with any new information or perceptions of of what was happening in the school any ideas about strengths and challenges okay here's what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to fill out in pairs I'd like you to fill out page 119 about the strengths and challenges that you see Um, what are the what are some implications? In other words, based upon the strengths and challenges that you see, I'd like you to identify what are some how that, that might affect ways in which they might improve the school. And then at the end it says looking at data presented, what other perceptual data would you want to answer the question, how do we do business for Big River High School? So let's just take about ten minutes. I want you to spend some time, you know, looking at at, at the data, identify the strengths and challenges and then we'll come back and and discuss this, okay? Thank you. So, as I said, that other one is on how we do business. And so that's going to be based upon data that you're gonna have starting at say 103, which is we talk about staff questionnaires and the responses and things like that. So basically 103 up to page 119.